Hello, I'm Phil Speedtech, 360 Creative Coach. And recently, two of my favorite people came together on a podcast, Brene Brown and Simon Sinek. It was, for Simon's, a bit of optimism podcast. So he interviewed Brene Brown. And it was incredible to hear them go back and forth. Uh, I just so much wisdom between the two of them. And, you know, they really not only had like an interview, but they had a discussion that really went deep um, in a number of ways. And one of the things that I love about them is they both tackle leadership in different ways. And one of the conclusions that they came to, I think, is very powerful and something to really think about. And that is that any sort of organization right, um, needs both a vision and logistics. You know, neither can live without the other. And in fact, oftentimes, if let's say, here's an example, right? If a company is started by, um, you know, a founder, right? It's a startup, it, it, it's founded and, and builds up. Well, the person who started it, you know, has that vision. And then oftentimes, you know, uh, righteously, they'll try to promote, like, let's say the chief operating officer or something like that into the CEO position. But as Simon argues, it shouldn't really be called the chief executive officer. It should really be called the chief vision officer. Because then what happens is when the operational people get, you know, put into what really should be the vision officer, uh, things start to crumble because it's all logistics and no vision. And it's not to say that logistics is bad, because again, as Brene and, um, and Simon talk about it, you need both, right? And, and, and to put an emphasis on one over the other just doesn't work. You need both. You need somebody to have the grand visions. And likewise, you need somebody to have the logistics to be able to create it. And that's one of the things that they talk about is this idea of and. You know, it's not or. Most times it's and. You need a vision and logistics. Uh, you know, so, so in that sense, um, you know, I think we need to start, stop thinking about things as isolated of like this or that, but this and that, um, and one of the, the, the other kind of aspect that they really talk about in terms of leadership that I thought was, um, really interesting was this idea of vulnerability, um, how, just being too out there, you know, as a leader, you have to have people you can confide in and be vulnerable around. But to just, you know, to your entire company be like, hey, we're losing money. Um, we're we're going down the shitter, as they say, and, and you know, um, and so forth. To your company, just willy nilly. That's actually, as Brene argued, manipulative. And I've actually seen instances of that in in um, Hollywood throughout my experiences of like people just kind of, uh, you know, using and whether intentional or not, but using that kind of rhetoric, let's say, and claiming it to be vulnerable or honest, but in reality, just manipulative to, you know, kind of dictate the situation. But, you know, as Simon and Brene kind of talk about, it's like, are you really going to follow the person? Like, you know, if, if, if let's say, you know, in terms of a startup or I'll tie this more to like an artist, right? Let's say, um, you know, if you're an indie filmmaker 
and everyone's kind of working on a passion project, right? You know, in that, it, it doesn't behoove you to get out in front of everybody, you know, the whole cast and crew and be like, hey, I really don't think, I really don't know if this is going to work at all um, and so forth, right? That's, that's manipulative. Um, again, might be well-intentioned, but it doesn't really help the cast and crew that like put literally their entire faith in this project, you know? Um, and it's not, to, but at the same time, it doesn't mean bottle that up. It means have somebody that you trust that you can go to and be like, hey, like I'm really kind of feeling overwhelmed and this and that, that can really be a guide for you, right? That's that's what it's saying. Because let's be honest, most leadership positions are kind of isolating um, because of this fact, but you need that outlet. You need to be able to vent and so forth. Now, here's the interesting part, right? You might be thinking to yourself as, as an artist, um, <laughs> you're not a company, right? Um, you know, most of the stuff that you do is side projects on your own, you know, and so forth. And you're, you're trying to pound the pavement and, and make it big, right? And have a company, but you're not quite there yet. And so it's this weird uh, dichotomy going back to the idea of vision and logistics where you have to juggle both. Uh, certainly for myself, I, you know, it's something that I have to deal with all the time. And the best advice I have for you is make time for both, right? And, and, and designate as such, you know, when you're having... Don't let the logistical side creep in on the big grand vision idea meetings, you know, that you have in your head and so forth that you meditate upon or, you know, with other people. Um, and likewise, um, you know, when you're having like a logistical meeting, whether with yourself or others, you know, really focus on that, right? Like you've already had the ideas. Now let's talk about Let's talk about the logistics of how we're going to execute those ideas versus like, oh, it'd be cool and this and this. Save that for the big vision meeting. And again, it, it can be overwhelming to have to juggle both because um, you really have to, you know, they are ultimately in that sense, right, two very different skill sets. But nonetheless, you know, that's kind of what it takes. Now, you know, as part of it, um, that's where friends and our peers uh, come in. That's partly why I try to do this. So that way, you know, there are resources out there to help guide you along for some of the stuff that you don't know. If there's someone that has more of the grand visions and things like that, then, you know, unfortunately, like you might be cracking open a book or watching a YouTube video to figure out the logistics. You know, um, I don't know. I think if I had to kind of take a guess at it, I would say most of us as artists probably don't have trouble with the vision part. We have more issues with the logistical stuff. Um, that's an assumption, but I think it's a fair assumption. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, kind of, you'll have to kind of work backwards and really figure out the logistics. And, and last week I did an episode how, you know, amateurs talk strategy, professionals talk logistics. And, you know, in this sense, when you have that grand vision, really get down to the logistics of how are we going to do this and break it down, you know, part of how you can get there is really breaking it down into its most minute, like action step, you know, even if it's, if, if the action step is I need to set time to really consider how to do the action steps. Okay. That's great. Step one, you know, this Wednesday at 7 PM, I'm going to spend the next three hours whiteboarding, um, all the problems that I need to solve. For. Boom, whatever. Right. Step one, that's it. Like make the time. So really break it down in, in, into its um, smallest form so you don't overwhelm yourself and you know, start there.
um, because you need both vision and logistics equally in order to make anything successful, including a company, including your own art. That is what I took away from Brene and Simon's discussion. Um, thank you. I hope you gained something from this. Uh, I'm sure you have questions or thoughts of your own, so please share. Either down in the comment box or hit me up on social media at PhilSpeedTech. I would love to converse with you. Likewise, if you think this might be a benefit to somebody in your life, please share it with them. I certainly would appreciate it because I appreciate you. I'll see you next time. Thank you.